0: Okay <sighs> The Ramchal says that the as a is connected to seeing where you are So the how are in terms of what this means it compares a person that doesn't have Zahirus to a a person who's blind and um, he's an Iverba failure, he's blind and he's in darkness there's no idea, as Maimogila says the d- double darkness indicated by being blind and being in darkness means that not only can't you see yourself but no one around you could see to assist you in helping you because it's also dark for them so the fact that they are sighted doesn't help you in this light. So you actually you you are finished. So what's the marshal of blindness and how is it appropriate to the heroes that even though you can say, you know, the heroes Zoya, Radiance and Light, it's nice. It has a kind of a string to it. But what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean that the heroes or is the heroes is darkness and the heroes is light? How does it all work out? So I'll tell you what happened this week it was quite a quite a... Uh, it was a scary experience and once a week I go to share from Reverend Shapiro and years ago, but the memory is still indelibly impressed upon my mind years ago, there was a the guy that asked this question and he's he saying it and it was like it was inappropriate what he was asking and the way the dynamic developed was he asked and asked and Moshe kind of gave a lot of non-verbal messages that you should stop asking now and he persisted and persisted and persisted until eventually Moshe said closed his book and he said okay he says I see that no one can understand what I'm saying and uh, therefore this share is really not really needed and uh, I stopped. And he stopped saying the share, he said, today you're came, okay. so I'll finish off. finished off." off. and he said, Okay, no more share, stop the share. There's no more share. So though the share, they felt that this guy wasn't representative of the rest of the people the share and they went back to him and said, you know, it was him it was. So he said, But so why didn't someone make him a chah? Like why didn't someone say, No, we don't agree with this, this is wrong. So eventually he decided to start giving the share and he made a stipulation that the guy who got so badly singed should definitely be welcome to come back into the share which was quite interesting. So anyway, so the guy came back, and after two weeks he kind of disappeared. <laughs> I understand him. So there's a certain, like, the people in the share have a sensitivity to when you push your emotion too far, don't. It's dangerous. So this new guy comes into the share, and I, I, I don't know why, but so the guy comes into the share, and he's not getting this dynamic. So last week, this week's share, he asked a emotional question, and I see this like scene playing in front of my eyes, and like in, in I'm conjuring up this this image of a person walking along this plank on the edge of a ship, and you can see these sharks underneath, these gigantic mouths just ready to get him. And he's getting closer and closer to the plank, and I think, oh oh, this is really dangerous. It's dangerous. Anyway, the emotion was very patient with him, and he kept on. And like what he had to do is he he'd ask a question, and the emotion would be in the middle of answering, and you'd like bat in. It's like, everyone in the show was kind of like. <laughs> going like that and um, so I thought you know after the share went over to one of the guys and said like should we say something to this guy and I'm like I don't want your emotion to think that this is representative should we just like tell him that like this is not the way things go so he said look he doesn't think it should be me he thinks it should be a senior member of the share so I was quite offended that he didn't consider me to be a senior, senior member of the share but I dealt with it so I saw someone else speaking to this guy so I thought listen Maybe it just meant that the senior guy should be Posech Benyan. I'll be Messiah. So I go over to the guy and like, I wanted to like, try and help him because I'm a Baal Chesed. So I said to him, it like, was just, just inappropriacy. So he said to me literally with incredulity, he said, why, 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 why? What do you mean? I said, The way that you kind of repeated your point and you didn't let him finish his words and it felt very uncomfortable. So he said, Oh no. He said, the country. he said, I felt like I was great you're saying and I opened up the whole thing so, <laughs> so what did you do now so I said no I really I really I really don't think so so he like looked at me like what are you doing where are you coming from so now of course what you're thinking is I'm a shudder <laughs> and he's right but the truth is there was a consensus in the show like this guy's like out of line he could not see it he could not see it listen to the words I'm using he could not see it he was blind now there's a lot of interesting stuff around this. Blindness means that you live in your own world. You can't relate to the world around you because you don't have access to it. It's, it's, it's hidden from you because you, you don't you don't have eyes, so you can't see it. So perforce you have to live in a world which is your own world. You're really are very limited in how far you can go in seeing the world around you. So that the sky. Now you can argue, I, I'm not blaming him, I'm not, I mean, no, I'm serious, there's obviously, what, what, what I realised was, there was, you know, there's this thing called um, NVLD, non-verbal learning disability, where people have an inability to read body language, so they can't differentiate between, they can't gauge emotions and intent from tone and from body position and from facial expression, expressions, like on on the far end of the of the spectrum, like Asperger's and um, autism, but there's less less severe kind of inability to to get what the person is intimating through their body movement. So uh, clearly, he's got some type of like he, he's not blind. He just didn't get it. He didn't get it. In other words, the context has a certain energy to it to a certain rule, and he doesn't get it. So. I think this is the tradition in, in Zahiris. Zahirus says that you have to be sighted. So what cited sighted mean? It means that you can perceive the context. I think this, is, this seems to be like a basic idea, what I'm about to say, but I think it's very fundamental. When you go through your cure of 101, everyone tells you, Oh, the Torah was great, the world was great from Torah, the Torah was great from the world. In other words, simply speaking, HaShkofa this is what happens. A man born into the world, there was a Matan Tolya, there's a Kaladi Israel Kaladi Israel needed a set of instructions they weren't sure how they are going to achieve their purposes as divine people on this. they had a divine mission on this earth they didn't know what it was what do you mean to do you listen I made a world I made a cloudy Israel now I'm going to create a mission for you a mission statement tell you go boom Matan Torah gives you the Torah in other words there's a world there's people they need to have a way of doing something productive. So the Abishda creates a mechanism, a guidebook, a rule book, or whatever you want to say book, a maintenance, it's the instructions from the. whatever you want to say, how to, how to navigate your way through this world. How to be successful. Um, and that's what the Torah is this guidebook, this rule book. The <coughs> that's the of, of Das Chazal. Chazal <coughs> I didn't realize everyone quotes Zohar Kadosh of Iztakal Ba'oraisu or Bora Alma but it's one of the first Midrash and Mebrash is Rabba goes through the whole system of how Kodesh Brochu created the world he looked in the turn, created the world he looked in the train and created the world he looked in the train and created, the created the world in other words it's not sequentially that there's a world now you got a world so you don't know what to do so Kodesh says listen you know you've got parents and Pashtus the way to relate to them is through Kibbutin Moya so I'll give you a mix of and, and there's all these doesn't seem that it's for you to eat them I'll give you a lot of Yisra uh, Achila and 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 so that puts sequentially the, the world first the Torah second and causally the world first because there's a world which has these things therefore there's a Torah which has these things The therefore goes in that direction comes along the Medrash Chazal and say, that's not, not, not how it worked there's a world, and beca- sorry, there's a Torah, and because of the Torah, there's a world. Meaning, not that you have parents, and I mean, made you have to mechabah them. But there's something called kibbutz of Aim in the Torah. Problem is, what happens if you, people were born from eggs? And they wouldn't know their parents? would be a problem. There could be mechayim, kibbutz so of Aim. So, the first book was created that a child would be born from parents and have a connection to those parents in order that kibbutz of Aim could come into being. There's an issue of loisigzo, uh, so then there has to be possessions. Otherwise, you can't, you can't steal something if there's nothing for everyone. There's an issue of achilles that people have to eat. Otherwise, you could just try to synthesize. Go stand in the sun and go like this. And we just get energy like that. Um... So, so you see that because of, because of the Torah that's why the world comes about. so what's the nice so it's not what I'm trying to say is that's not a nice vote in Ashkafa. so when someone comes to you say one of your whoa people think I and mean, then you can do your Kirif one, in one of them it changes absolutely everything you do in Torah what do you, what do you, how do you relate to the martial Kirshma Shachis Kirshma so you can relate it in the following way you can open up Mishburah and then the halachas and you say, yeah, you have to say, you know, that it, can't, it can't be too early, it can't be too late, it should be exactly, it should be, you know, K'nei uh, sechamad, a before, whatever it is, so you can do the basikin. Vasikin, L'Chadchila. So, and you follow all the rules. It's the wrong, it's the wrong vote. In other words, let's, let's look at the natural world. It means that, HaKadosh Bukha looked in the Torah, and he created a lion. Now imagine if you had to read the lion Shulchan Aruch. What would it say? Uh, we're looking at Shulchan is as not a prescription of what you should do, but a description of what you are. No? It describes you. It doesn't prescribe you. You look in the world and then you create... You look in the Torah sorry, and you create it. So the Torah is what I look like. So what I look like? So let's say a lion looked in the Torah. What do would say? It would say, Asur Lechol machalei cholov." You have to be with sorry, fleshik, the ganser talk. So it says, or converse. Mash came when you open up the sif dealing with the uh, antelope. It says, also lechol, machole, sorry, machole, fleshikas. You have to eat a pair of food. So it's So alocha, that's uh, animals, what do you mean? Animals, antelopes graze from the grass. The reason why they do that is because it says it in the Torah. The Torah describes the Mitzis. It doesn't prescribe what you should do. It describes the Mitzis. So now, how do you look at Shachis? How do you look at Krishna? Krishna in the morning. The Torah tells you that this is what you do. This is what you do. When you do this, you're behaving normally. You're behaving normally. In other words, martial. In the physical world, you can't deny it. In the physical world, meaning the physical world the, the way the way Torah creates the physical world is there's no freedom of choice of whether you see the reality or not the reality is thrust in front of you so if all of a sudden I decide and I say you know what i don't hold of gravity I possibly think it's a shek of the heaven so you want sunny lift up into the sky or if you suddenly feel that I hold that people don't have to drink it's my shitter so you can hold it where I am, I don't know how long you'll be holding the way for 48 hours. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Matthias will tell you you're wrong. So, the, the nice thing about the Oyama Magashmi is when you disobey it, it gives you the onish on the spot. But it's it's, 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 it's just coming from the Torah. It's Allah The, Aloha, the Aloha says you're to drink. If you don't drink for expedient prayer, then you'll die. It's Allah also says if you don't say krishma, then you'll die. But, it, but what happens if I don't say krishma? Ah, I don't feel it. No, that's called Bekhira HaKaraj Bokhu didn't let us feel it because then there'd be nothing then we'd be robotic HaKaraj so Bokhu created a world called al where there's an illusion that when you step out of Mitzias you still can be in Mitzias So it's an illusion it's not real that's why the Mara always refers to Gehenim, as Hede the anti-matter there's nothing there it's the anti, anti-thing it's nothing it's nothingness because that's what Nevaeh is it's nothingness it doesn't exist when a person does it, it doesn't exist it's not there when you when you when you so then what you're doing is you're responding to and that's why I think it's a better marshal I'll give an example how this marshal comes in how to describe the Torah is that I was thinking on Shabbos what would be if a person wouldn't have Shabbos they'd just be days of the week and the days of the week wouldn't have a particular energy or theme to them so there would be this kind of random passage of time (coughs) With occasional rises, ebbs and troughs, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be... um, There'd be no rhythm. There'd be no rhythm to it, because... There's nothing... Unless the rhythm was was kind of superimposed, that I do this on a Tuesday, that on a Wednesday. But there's no intrinsic rhythm to the day. It could theoretically a person go through his life, through years, with just random occurrences. There'd be no sense of change which is based on a particular pace and tempo and tone but when you start to live in the world of Torah there's an incredible rhythm there's a rhythm and what you have to do when, when, you, when there's a rhythm so then you have to learn how to move in time with the rhythm Shmir Salacha isn't keeping the rules it's learning to be in time with the rhythm the rhythm, in other words, you're time of the rhythm there's, 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 there's music playing and the music has a beat and it has a tempo and when you move your body in terms of the rhythm so what he, what is created is the beauty of dance is that there's a synergy between the external environment and the internal response to that environment. It works together. I am moving time with the music. The toe is rhythmical. In other words it's like this. When I wake up with Shachis, it's not that I'm keeping the law. It's that I'm Responding to the rhythm. Now, as a, as, as, a, as, a, as a Yisrael, now the rhythm is to say Shema. That's what happens. That's the response. And then there's Lema That's a rhythmical response. And then there's Shabbos, which is a rhythmical response. And then Mishim Nechaz Adon, and Besimcha. So the tone changes. The tone of the time changes. It's a different tone. It's a different tone now he says Zahir is a person who is an Iber when the person is not Zahir he becomes disconnected from reality he doesn't respond to the rhythm he doesn't he doesn't have a sense of where he is he has no ability to perceive he's, he's, he's like this guy in the chair where his experience of life is an anti-experience I think I'm living life but really when looked upon from above you're existing in a space that doesn't exist in that dynamic between him and the Rebbe he wasn't there and the Rebbe wasn't there living, he he thought he was there but what he, where he was, wasn't where he was are you following me when I say those words? where he was, he wasn't where he was so now, unfortunately the scary thing is much of our life is we aren't where we are because we're not in tune with where we, what we're doing we are blind so how do we gain sightedness? So this is interesting, that the Ramchal, when he describes what Zehirus means, he says first of all, begins with a sentence, and he says, You have to be Nizhar. But he doesn't qualify. How are you a Nizhar? What does Nizhar mean? And then he explains what it means. Cloyma. of U'mmufakech. O'masavudrochov. So he's means you have to think about, and mufakech means you have to be aware of. Mufakech is a person that's a supervisor. Supervisor means he's on top. The, the thing about life is that unless you take yourself above yourself, you actually can't see what you're doing. If you want a, a common, a common uh, tactic in, in coaching, training an athlete. So what you want to do is you want to tell the athlete. So if you've got a coach, he can describe to the athlete what he's doing wrong. An athlete can adjust his form and let's say, in accordance with the coach's instructions. But what's really effective is you film the athlete running and then you show him the picture of himself running and then he goes oh my gosh I see what I'm doing oh now I got it because what happens when you show him the video of himself running so then he's outside of the experience and then you can see what's happening when you're inside the experience you can't see it because you don't you don't have the view you don't have the perspective you're in it so just like a person needs to be able to see his physical movements he has to step out of himself very difficult to do you have to see your emotional and your intellectual movement. You have to step out of yourself. So the amazing thing is the Hijra Ramchal is this first step in avoiding which is something we've been dealing with in man is what's called metacognition. It's thinking about thinking. Thinking about doing. Thinking about feeling. It's what your thoughts think about. What you... C- thinking about thinking. In other words... There's two types of thinking, let's say. There's thinking, that you process a problem. And then there's thinking about, so how did I process that problem? What did I do first? What did I do second? Let's call thinking about thinking. Most of the heroes is metacognition. It's <coughs> thinking about thinking. When I did that, what steps were involved? How did I anticipate that person's discussion? The problem is, for example, when I saw this, this guy behaving, so it was a very strong sign for me to speak Russian horror, about this guy so now I have to look back at that situation and think to myself so, so what was it that made me do that I, I thought this and then I thought and then I did this and then I thought that so, so what that does is that's called Zahirs because the minute I can see myself so then I can also start to perceive the context around me I can start to see oh my gosh so when I said that and you responded this and whereas when you're in it when you're in it so then so then you're blind. You have no idea what you're doing. You can't know what you're doing, because you, you're in it. Just like if a person's in a room, you can't see what you look like from outside because you're not outside, you're inside. Um, practically speaking, a little bit of a development from AutoChonda last week. If you already know what you're doing in your life, so the truth is, especially Shiva Bukh's life is pretty planned pretty standardized, it's scheduled there's not that much daily variation in terms of the content of your day in terms of content, in terms of the scheduling in terms of the content, so every day is a brand new world <laughs> uh, every suge, every rashi every, every tosas, every tvila every, every perik in this is the sushari every, every sif in, in shari tshuva, every Tara in the kutamaran <laughs> um, so every everything is, is a sugya but in terms of the schedule it's pretty standard and the truth is pretty much most people's lives who, who aren't traveling India have a certain oh, Nepal or South America have a, have a real relative schedule they're, they're, you could <coughs> before the day happens you can pretty much write out exactly what's going to happen the next day plan what's going to happen you can write out what time you a bushach what mean you're going to dive in that What you're going to do after davening? Breakfast. Say the reshain. What you're going to do in the break? Say the shaney, What you're going to do in the break? Say the What you're going to do after say the Go to sleep and wake up. And you can have a relatively um, good grasp of what what the content of your day. Before you start with interpretation, you have to begin with content. When you see any, when you see something, your brain does it very quickly. Let's, let's go back to our processing visual information in terms of body language so when, you, when you see a person there's what you see and what you interpret so when I see you in front of me Gareth so then I see, I see that you are engaged because your body is directly towards me and your hands are clasped and your eyes are connecting to mine. So, I interpret all the signs to mean engaged <coughs> following me? I don't see you being engaged. I can't see engaged. I can see the body position, the eye. But I can't. So I first have to take in all the information and then I need to interpret the information. What does it mean? In my day, I have to take in what am I doing? And then I have to interpret it. What does this mean? What's the meaning? And then you start to develop insight into your day. There's something which is called a misty. <coughs> Um, an inaccurate grasp of the details of reality. So it's, it's a problem that I, I suffer from. In, in, for example, it manifests itself in many different areas, but one of the areas it does in academic work or in practical life, I forget practical details. I just overlook practical details. Or in maths, I, was always, I always understood the theory perfectly and I always did very badly, because at some point in, in, in the working I would make a careless mistake. I would misread a letter, or I'd add up wrong, something which is very basic. So I had everything done, and I would never do well. It's an inability to grasp the details of the situation. So what often happens in life, you get this general sense of what's going on in my life. But the truth is that the details are what are the description of what's really going on. It could be that little gap between first Seder and and Mincha, that, that's, that's the most <coughs> telling, that's actually the most telling part of my day. But I don't know why I can see it unless I map out my day very, very clearly. So I suggest, is as a, as a takana, try to do that. Try to do, see how you experience life differently when you can see it in front of you. A friend of mine recently told me that he had a child that was very, very badly behaved. He was all over the place and he couldn't, couldn't sit down. He was very disruptive and. And he, he, he was advised to do the following. Create a schedule for the child. But the child's got a schedule, he says. Does he know his schedule? He knows his schedule. He says, it doesn't matter. Write it out, make a whole thing of it, write out the whole tochnit for him, and put it somewhere where it's openly visible. So I'll come home from chede, play from 5 to 5.15. From 5.15 to 5.30, eat supper from five, And have it in front of him, so he can always reference it and, and feel secure and where he's in space. So the point is that when he wrote it down, he kept completely calmed down, because he felt very strongly rooted where he was. So again, th- th- that's just a marshal to see how when you write something down, there's an element of concretization that occurs, it's not the same when you know it. If I say to you what your schedule now, you know in advance what your schedule is, otherwise you'd be walking around the day thinking, one second, what am I doing now? We wake up in the morning I and mean, like you start to wander on base this and say I've got to do something now there's something I've got to do now and then like hopefully you bump like bumping your sheet, like it's ah! heaven! that's what I have to do I know I have to do something you know what you're going to do but actually putting it down creates a different level of clarity so maybe that's one of the ways of trying to engineer some type of uh, zeros the end <laughs>